Welcome to More of That Presents Discographology, the podcast where a Springfield, Missouri band dives deep into a band's catalog, one album at a time. I am Matt. I play guitar. I'm Josh on bass. I'm Logan on guitar. I'm Blake, and I play the drums. And we are More of That. Hello and welcome to this week's Discographology pregame. This is the show where before we go into discussing a artist discography, uh, which next week will be at the drive-in, we'll be starting at the drive-in, uh, we like to talk about just sort of some of the stuff we're listening to and, and purchases and just general uh, music news with us, uh, more of that. And yeah, that's what the pregame is. So does anybody want to lead us off other than me <laughs> or does somebody else want to take it away? Matt, Matt, what's Matt, been going on go, with Matt. you? What have you been listening to? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of at the drive-in in uh, preparation <laughs> uh, for, for this, uh, for this rec or for this record. Um, but kind of, uh, in parallel to that or, or as a, as a breakoff point, um, you know, obviously there, there's a lot of MC five visual, uh, uh, carryover. So, um, put on, I didn't make it all the way through the full kick out the jams album, but, uh, was listening to that today as I was, uh, cleaning up some of our, some of our Thanksgiving dishes and, you know, in, enjoyed it quite a bit. I've of course heard, uh, kick out the jams, the song, um, and, you know, heard some new stuff that I hadn't heard before. Uh, you know, was glad to have heard it. It's MC five is one of those bands that, I know is cool, but has never grabbed me, you know, really in a, from a musical standpoint, you know, they're kind of more attitude and, and just volume, but, um, but that, that's, that's what I've been, uh, been checking out is, uh, some, some MC five. It's good stuff. I think I mentioned not that long ago, a few episodes back about getting the, uh, kick out the jams yes. and me as well. Oh yeah. Did you? Okay. Um, and I agree I'm with the you. only one not kicking out the jams. <laughs> I agree with you on the attitude thing. Now that's a good way to describe them because I I feel similarly like like when I put that on, I'm not necessarily listening to it like let me appreciate the songwriting craft as much as the energy and the attitude of it and just sort of the overall atmosphere um, with it being kind of live. At least is the whole thing live or is it only parts of it? I I can't say for certain, but I I believe it's all live. Okay. Definitely the the first I know kick out the jams the song yeah. is um because uh, of the infamous uh, the f curse that's in it um <laughs> the the mf curse actually uh but yeah I, I there's an energy to it for sure that is is great and visual so um, Matt did you make it to is it a song called like spaceship or rocket ship or uh something on that album i think it's towards the end but it's it's pretty much like a really spaced out kind of jam uh i i I think you 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 might like that one i i didn't get that far it's my intention to to finish it up i was i was really kind of jamming uh in the sense that i was getting my studying in (laughs) um on on at the drive-in so uh um wasn't able to get all the way through, but uh, well, but that I, was I like, a I like that was a good rock. precursor. That was that was a good precursor to start with. So I think that sounds awesome. What about you, Blake? I've got some some vinyl acquisitions that uh, I can just hit the high points of. Uh, it finally happened. That's right. Uh, 
Folklore by Taylor Swift finally made its way to my house. I think I talked on the show uh, in the middle of the summer about this one. Um, so I'm rediscovering just how good that album is. It's not a it's a not a perfect album, but it it's understated and it's just good. I don't know. I is recommend it. Is it album it of you, the year? I it's in the top five albums of the year, but I wouldn't give it album of the year per se. Um, that might go to Women in Music Part Three. Mm. Um, there's apparently there's a, now a, 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 a Taylor Swift folklore, uh, some sort of performance special on Disney Plus that I guess I'm gonna have to check out now. Mm. And I I think if my punk 18 year old self heard heard me say. I'm excited about this new Taylor Swift album. I'm also <laughs> excited about her new uh, show on Disney Plus. I think I would slap my old ass in the I, face. I actually, I, I take, I don't know about that because I do recall uh, at one point going over and watching uh, Degrassi with you, um, possibly <laughs> on, possibly on the Disney Channel when we were in high school. <laughs> like so, I don't know. Your your, your eighteen year old self might have been okay with some of that. Or been like I, this, this, this scans. I understand look, my the my television television taste has always been trash. I think my my eighteen year old self would be more likely to listen to at the drive in than than uh, <laughs> Taylor Swift. To be perfectly honest, now my tastes are flip flopped. Um, quickly here, uh, Josh hipped me to the copy of uh, uh, Go Go's Beauty and the Beat. I've been wanting for a while over at City Music local plug, and I went and got it. Um, Yay! Well, well yeah. done. Where I also found an old favorite, the Cars, Heartbeat City. Mm. Psyched about that. Uh, and uh, just today, uh, my wife was at Heavy Heads, got uh, Cars self-titled, and Talking Heads 77. Ooh. Did she get you the Fountains of Wayne? I, I didn't know if you went for that. No, Did they t- she, d- she didn't find it, uh, unfortunately. I don't know who had it. I think it might be available later elsewhere. Yeah, I'm hoping. I think it was an RSD first, so usually okay. that means okay. they are going to do more later. That's what I thought. Um, people should check out the new. We we have to update people on on, on the bands we do. So new news in the Heim world. They got a, <laughs> they got a new single from an animated movie. It's called Feel the Thunder. Just check it out. It sounds like um, hair metal and and heart or something. Check out Phoebe Bridger's Copycat Killer EP. Check out Biaba Doobie, which Josh hey. hit me hit me to once again. It kind of smacks, dude. Like I'm a, I'm all about it. Uh, check stuff. out Oliver Tree. Did anybody listen to that whole Iris cover? I did. I, yes. caught, a, I caught a clip. You you better believe I listened to it <laughs> front to back. Uh, that was that was quite a, an interesting thing. Uh, it, it it is now the the. I call it the good version of of Iris. <laughs> I I I mean I think we've had this conversation, Matt. Uh, you and I have about how the Goo Goo Dolls like if if you had heard some of their songs without ever knowing anything about them and hadn't heard them a million times back in the day, that you might be like, this isn't as bad as you. But like because you heard it so many times, you're just like yeah. your knee jerk reaction is to be like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, like, for, so- for someone who was there, it was never not on the damn radio. Yeah. Like, it could drive you mad. Yeah. Anyway. But it's not all that about, different than like, uh, I don't know, gin blossoms or something. Like, I mean, I don't feel like there's a, f- yeah, a huge distance yeah. there. 
but Iris and Iris in particular. How about how about Josh and Logan? What's going on in their lives? Well, wait, did Josh already go? Uh, no, I haven't. I'll, I'll go. Uh, uh, so I, I thought about what to talk about here. I did complete the REM uh, vinyl collection up to this point uh, by getting automatic for the people, which was uh, Walmart had a big fifteen dollar vinyl sale, so I got that oh, yeah. at that as well as a, a record for my my daughters. Um, did you get some Guns, Guns and Roses or Amy Winehouse? I, I, I got some G. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but so what I've decided to talk about is something totally out of left field, but I feel like we could devote an entire episode to this. Do you guys remember the swing revival of the late 90s? Do I remember Do the I? swing revival? Yes. How could I forget? Now, is for those maybe Zoot, too young, Zoot, it was a riot, it was a brief. Uh, it probably lasted maybe a summer, um, <laughs> but a brief moment in the late nineties when oh, swing became one really beautiful cool. summer. And and in my mind, it kind of dovetails with ska, like a ska revival. Like I feel like I I heard yeah. uh, Brian Setzer in those bands about the same time I was hearing like Real Big Fish and Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Um, I think just a general horns revival of the late nineties. Squirrel um, nut zip- trumpets and saxophones. Squirrel nut zippers. <laughs> so Mambo, people, Mambo, you know, you the Mambo funny you All say that, place. Logan, because the record I bought was Squirrel Nut Zippers Hot. I bought the uh, reissue of it on vinyl, and it is pretty awesome. Um, I feel like out of all of those bands, it has aged the best uh, out of all those swing revival bands. For some reason, Squirrel Nut Zippers don't sound nearly... They sound dated, but they sound dated to, like, the 1930s. Like, (laughs) they don't... (laughs) I don't know. Like, I don't... I can listen to them and listen to, like, Hell or uh, Put a Lid on it, and it doesn't sound like the 90s to me whereas like uh brian setzer or you know uh cherry pop and daddies or one of those bands it's like i don't know they feel so stuck in time but squirrel nut zippers i I got hot and i've been listening to that and it's pretty great um it's got some very good songs on it i I, i've actually been listening to it while playing cuphead which is like itself a throwback, and it like it's the it's the most perfect uh, yeah. synchronism yeah. there, uh, because it's the the music in Cuphead kind of is trying to be like a squirrel nut zippers type of thing, so works Josh, out perfectly. Did you, did you go to prom wearing a zoot suit? <laughs> I did. Not. I was a little too young for that. I did. I did have some of those CDs. I had Cherry Pop and Daddies. Um, that might have been the only one I owned of the the swing stuff. Yeah, one of those. I had, Long wallet chains. <laughs> yeah. Hey, daddy. Do they say daddy yeah. I don't even know how that I did. I did frequently get into fights with sailors, though. Um, that was, that was it's my... two sailors and they're on leave. Um, <laughs> Who's that whispering in the trees? It is funny because that song, I mean, we don't need to go on a total detour here. About a real historical event that, uh, yeah, the song is not is not totally off basis on a lot of the lyrics regarding the event. <laughs> like, but it, it was it was a it just a, misses a, the a raci- nasty thing. Yeah, it just misses the racial component. I don't think there's any lyrics about the, the racial <laughs> yeah, component yeah. to the whole thing. But Yee. yeah, uh, so that that that's the thing. I, I feel like we could do a whole episode though on just the swing revival and 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 somebody needs to put out. If we were still living in the age of those infomercials where they have the CD compilations, you oh know? Oh, my God. Um, it would just be like two bands. No, no, no. So many of those ba- Yeah, you're right. There weren't a ton, but all of them had like, like one six. hit. 
<laughs> you know, so you could totally yeah, have yeah, one CD yeah. compilation that just has all of the songs that you would, you know, because all of these hits and more. Yeah. And definitely somebody <laughs> would be like, hey, I remember that song. You know, I remember uh, Ding Dong Daddy of the D-Car Line or whatever it is. I remember Enigma. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different compilation. Um, a possible stay tuned, I think, on that pure moods. Oh, I, I, think no. that, I think that <laughs> bears some examination. I think we know what Matt's that one would off be choice is going to be. So fucking boss. Oh, oh my God. No. Pure moods. Uh, yeah, I, I have some memories of that one. I cannot wait. Yeah. So uh, th- that's kind of uh, one of many things I've, I've picked up recently, but that, that's something I think is definitely worth uh, remembering if you if you were there for the swing revival go back and listen to squirrel nut zippers because it's uh, it holds up surprisingly well um logan what have you been listening to well i know that everyone's biting their nails knowing if i got my uh smashing pumpkins new album that came out today today is actually the release day that we're recording this and no i did not get it but i have listened to it so that was that was an interesting. I haven't had a whole lot of time to process though. I've already heard like ten songs of it, so the other ten songs that I haven't heard, I've only heard like maybe once through or so. Uh, but it's a pretty interesting album. Um, I'm I'm pretty excited to dive in more to it. But the only thing that I've really picked up, I I did a pre order of the Eyes Wide Shut soundtrack on vinyl from Death Waltz Records or Mondo Mondo Tees. It's been okayed by the Kubrick estate and even Cruz and Kidman. So um, that's I'm really looking forward to getting that, especially for Jocelyn Pook's uh, Masked Ball track and a few others from the composer. D- does it have that, that one piano note? Oh, dun, dun, <laughs> oh, yeah. Dun, dun, yeah, dun, I'm sure dun. it's going to be on there, too. <laughs> I also dun, know dun, dun, there's dun, a Chris, dun, dun. Chris Isaac song is going to be on there. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited about that. Um, but I kind of like to uh, collect Kubrick soundtracks. I have 2001, and I have Barry Lyndon, and Clockwork Orange, and The Shining. So I'm getting there, but I'm pretty excited about this because Eyes Wide Shut is a pretty powerful film. I would have loved to have seen yeah. the actual director's cut, uh, though we will probably never get that. Is there a that. longer version of that movie? Well, there's some shady stuff. That's a whole episode, Blake. That's a whole <laughs> okay. episode right there. Is it like right three there. and a half hours? Welcome well, back to Kubrickast. If you want to <laughs> dive into the, yeah, the, the Kubrick yeah, conspiracy, uh, but no. Uh, <laughs> About the moon landing? <laughs> no, not that, but that he didn't really get, he didn't get final cut of his movie oh. because he died and there was a conspiracy that well this was on purpose because they knocked him off for exposing too much about the Illuminati and blah blah blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh brother this, so, this is some QAnon shit <laughs> uh, but it is true he didn't get final cut and maybe there was a cut that was maybe a little bit more suggestive or trying to say something a little bit more than what we got so that's hmm. always been something that's bothered me, of course, because it's like, oh, I just want to see that. I want to see his cut of it. But yeah. uh, we, we probably never will. But I'm excited to have the uh, soundtrack. It looks pretty sweet. So That, uh, that looks- Shining soundtrack is so iconic that um, I don't know if anybody else. Logan, you've seen Doctor Sleep, right? Oh, yeah. I've got that on. Yeah, I own that yeah. movie. 
I uh, I also just fan. recently bought it. I haven't watched the director's cut yet. I'm excited to watch that. But underrated, uh, I think a lot of people didn't good. give enough credit at the time. But uh, I don't know if you remember the trailer when they dropped the first trailer for it. How just as soon as the shining score came in, it's like. For me, at least, I remember I immediately was like, oh, shit, this, like, it's yeah. so iconic that as soon as it hits, it's almost like the Star Wars theme or something where you're just like, <sighs> ah, okay, this takes me immediately to the place of the oh, original yeah. movie and just those few notes, you know? Um, so, yeah, that that's a good one. I, I could imagine throwing that on and just... I don't know when you would listen to it though, because it isn't a it isn't like a chill down Christmas soundtrack, time. Is it? Christmas <laughs> time. See, you know, everyone's talking about Die Hard, but if you want to talk about that movie, I think there's a Christmas tree almost in every scene of that movie. Oh, it is definitely okay. at Christmas time, winter, in that fake looking New York set that Tom Cruise is walking around. You got him going to the costume shop and Lily Sobieski's in there and just Mischief ensues. Oh, that's great. I love waking up on Christmas morning to dun, 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 dun. If you only knew. Well, you know, I keep it weird over here at the Atomic Cactus Ranch. <laughs> hey, uh, so before we, we wrap this up and, and kind of throw to what we're talking about next week, uh, there is a little bit of band news, isn't there, Blake? Uh, you've been working on some stuff, I believe. <laughs> I think I've been secretly working just just on my own just um fucking around with things for lack of a better term um i think it would be cool to have a certain song done and put out before the end of the year like as as a single i think that's a goal i think that's an achievable goal that we're close to would we get to premiere it here if you want i don't see why not that's our show that could be cool let us know if you want us to do that email us (laughs) Write us, message us, let us know if you want us to get a single out before the end of the year, and uh, we'll try to do that. And then we'll check with the big wigs up top to see if it's okay. Yeah, the record company. The record company. I I have like a thousand other thoughts on the the stuff we're working on, but that's that's for another time. Um, We maybe should mention that the the band we did, Heim, uh, got a a Grammy nomination, only their second ever, and... This this may make up for all the snubbing they've they've got since since 2014. Have there to, always have you heard about this? Have there always been eight nominees? I I went looking through the list of nominees, and uh, one didn't recognize many of them. And also, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like are they expanding the pool now? I, I've never been a big Grammys follower, Maybe. but uh, it seems like uh, a lot of nominees. They changed their categories up. I don't know that much about it either, but it seems like uh, yeah, kind of like the Oscars expanding is maybe maybe that's a thing they did. I don't know. I do but, I do like that after last year when Tyler the Creator brought up that uh, they use urban, um, and he was saying mm-hmm. how anytime a black person makes anything, they've thrown in urban. Did you notice they yeah. changed it this year? It's, oh, yeah, it's they, no longer they urban. Stopped it's it. progressive R&B is what they call the yeah. category yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's he like, should. Re- I mean, urban sounds really dumb. Anyway, he should yeah. retaliate and call those people uh, that you know, those Grammy fanboys and fangirls, uh, Graham crackers. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an underrated insult right there. That's a you got to think about that one. Uh, there should be a rural category. I <laughs> yeah, that's um, the thing they don't call country like rural. It's, <laughs> it's pronounced. It's pronounced rural. <laughs> <laughs> But the take, I think the take home is 
the 2020 Grammys is the year of the woman. And in my opinion, that's why they should give it best album to women in music part three. All of the rock uh, nominees were women, right? Yeah. You heard it here exactly. first, folks. Yeah. Uh, all the rock, uh, best rock album nominees were women. I do want to complain that Haley Williams, Pedals for Armor, was snubbed, snubbed, snubbed. It's one of my top five of the year. I don't know why it's not up for a single thing. It's Year of the Woman after all, but... I don't think the Grammys have quite warmed to, uh, like, Haley Williams' Paramore. Like, But, like... Uh, yeah. It's not like Paramore. It's like, it's like a critically acclaimed experimental art pop album that's also really accessible and good. I don't know. I could go off forever on that. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, you want to wrap this up then and, and kind of talk about what we're doing next week? <laughs> yeah. Any, anything else that we forgot? Did you guys end up getting any, anything for Record Store Day? So here's the deal. I really wanted the live, uh, they did a live Uncle Tupelo uh, double LP live at the Lounge Axe in Chicago. They've never put out a live Uncle Tupelo album before, so I was like, okay, I want that. Well, uh, first I contacted City Music, and they said they weren't getting anything for Record Store Day. Um, then Heavyhead said they weren't getting it. Then Stick It, I never got total clarification. Like, it was up on their board, on their Facebook, but they didn't have it in the video they posted the night before. So uh, this morning, I literally got up at 645 <laughs> and I got all dressed and I drove down there. Uh, I listened to shelf life on the way, by the way, Ooh. shout out to, to Blake. And I drove by stick it and there was probably 10 people in line. And I just thought it's too fucking cold. <laughs> and I literally, oh my God. I literally you circled the block. Oh, with, you left. Wow. You left. You got went, up. It wasn't went, even went by McDonald's. Went by McDonald's, got oh breakfast, God. came home, gave breakfast to the girls and, and Beth, and then I laid on the couch and went to sleep. Oh, <laughs> at man. like 7.15. I just, I don't know why. I, I got myself all ready to go. I got all the way there, and I literally drove by it. I was just like, do I want to sit out here for an hour for something that... First off, I don't even think they got, but then if they did, surely one of these 10 people in line. Yeah. Because let's yeah. be frank, they were all dudes that look like me. And so I was like, one of these dudes that looks like me is definitely <laughs> going to want this Uncle Tupelo record. Yeah. And it's a, it's an RSD first as well. And so I was like, they'll probably repress it or do something at some point. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and then I had a nice little morning nap. Well, that's, you know all you can hope for so <laughs> <laughs> well uh all right so do you think uh are you are we able to say what what song we might release as a single blake are we able to divulge yeah, that yeah i mean it it might not mean anything to the listener but um maybe just the, give them a, the, something to you know put together the song is called I'm a few bars for us blake one a two a three a four <laughs> uh it's called blink Blink and what's the parenthetical? Uh, and you'll miss it. Okay. Blink, or you'll miss it. I think we've talked about it before as well at some point. Um, yeah, on here. Maybe I'll play five seconds of it here. There you go. At the, <laughs> I could play it at the end if you want. Sure. I don't have to. Um, or I could play some of our band that we're about to start. Yes. Should we talk about that? Let's talk yeah. about that. 
So next week we will be diving into At the Drive-In's Acrobatic Tenement. But before we get quite into that, we might cover their first two EPs, El Paso and El Faro Vive Carajo. So we will be diving into that, and I'm really looking forward to it. I hope you all are too. It'll be a fun listen and a little bit little bit different than what we've been listening to. So listen and play along, folks. And they're there those two EPs are a little bit harder to find, but they were on YouTube. Yes, they are on YouTube. If you look up uh ch- the uh YouTuber Chief Mojo Bear, he's kinda seems to be the mm. at the drive in guru on YouTube. Ooh, he's the go to guy, Mo- Mojo Bear, he, whatever you said. Yep. Chief Mojo Bear. Check him out, and you can find some early at the drive in stuff that we will be putting together in a playlist and linking uh, whenever we release this album, I'm sure. So be looking for that on YouTube as well. Yeah. All well, right. <laughs> this is where we head out, and this is where let's we. Let's get uh, out of here. Yeah. So we'll see you next week. And uh, I guess to play us out is a little bit of that song that Blake's been working on called Blink. Well, it's either going to be that or at the drive-in. Guess uh, we'll find out. Guess we'll find out. Mix them together and... like a roulette wheel. <laughs> see you next week, folks. Thank you. See you next week. See, See ya. ya. Yeah.